Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my discussion about the Ikelos shotgun problem, the escalation protocol shotgun that in our in our tests and DPS checks in the raid, it is stronger than virtually every exotic weapon in the game, exotic power weapons, mind you. It is basically still functioning as a power weapon, and I argued this is a pretty big problem given that Forsaken is supposed to be bringing us an increase in hobby and an increase in weapon chase because of the random rolls and the ability to have our our loadouts more diverse now. A lot of that, in my opinion, is undercut by having an energy legendary weapon that is stronger than powerful exotics. And we're going to probably have a pretty good back and forth here with the community about this because a lot of people are not in agreement with me about this. It's understandable. People are gun-shy of nerfs, but I think a lot of people are more concerned with defending the gun than defending sensible game design and power hierarchy structure because this gun is far and away well outside the structure of the game and how things are built. You're basically supposed to have a primary weapon for the trash adds, energy weapons are for everything in the mid-tier, and then power weapons are for your big damage checks, and the Ikelos shotgun is better at the damage checks than every weapon in the game, except for very certain circumstances where Whisper can shine. So, we're gonna go through these questions. Uh, Mello Coviello says, how do you feel about the static roll problem and what fixes do you propose? There's not really a static roll problem. There's random rolls in the game and that was a huge solution. Now again, this is a problem with the way that they've built the perk system. And this again is me asking for them to improve the game. Right now you can use a midnight coup hand cannon from the raid, the Ikelos shotgun, from Warmind Escalation Protocol and the Whisper or the Sleeper, and you have the best loadout in the game based off math, not opinion. And none of that's Forsaken, none of that's random rolls, none of that's mods, none of that's the hobbyist loot pursuits that they added to the game. It is literally you running gear that's been in the game since it's basically since its inception, and then obviously with the exception of a few things that were added uh, with Warmind or... I mean, Whisper came pretty close to Forsaken launching. I kind of consider it almost like a Forsaken weapon given when they added it. So, to me, I, I, like, I think static rolls were obviously a problem because once you got certain weapons, like, nothing else mattered. And that that hurts loot incentive, right? I said that about I said that about escalation protocol. It was, it was you know it's binary. It's a binary experience. Like you either get it or you don't. Once you've got it, the content's irrelevant to you. When you're not getting it, it's really really irritating. Random rolls is a huge huge bump to that problem because you can just keep going, keep going, keep going, and then eventually you know it drops. Like when I was farming from the Dust Rock Blues earlier, it was exciting. Every time one dropped, it was like, oh, is it the roll that I want? I think I got like six in a two-hour period. That was really fun. That was a really fun grind. We're trying to find where the Ether Doctor drops right now. We're not really sure. So, at the end of the day, getting rid of static rolls is a smart play, but letting us infuse year one gear up... I told people, I said, you're not going to want to use any of your year one gear because year two gear is going to be arguably better because it's going to have extra perks on it. But it's just really, really hard to argue against perks that you can't get on anything else, like trench barrel. (laughs) You can't get trench barrel on anything else. And in many respects, that undercut a lot of what I said by cheating in a way. 
Because whenever I made that point and made that argument, I always told people, going for a random roll and then adding a mod and then being able to get even more perks on it by way of your armor is just going to automatically make it's going to automatically make you know forsaken weapons better but the problem is is that you can't get trench burn on everything else so that gun's just persisting and making everything else just not as good so there's just no real reason to run any of the strikes for strike specific loot because the god rolls aren't necessarily god rolls you're not building an optimum build there already is an optimum build for example, when I went for the Imago loop with explosive rounds, I was going for an optimum build for Wrath of the Machine and something that kind of hurt that grind a little bit, but it wasn't that serious, is you could just buy a palindrome from the tower that could arguably have that roll on it, like once they added random rolls to the tower every week. Well, that kind of undercut the grind, right? It's like, well, I just wait for the right roll and buy it, okay? Similar situation here, EP shoddy's not that hard to get. So... And then once you get it and own it, it makes it to where a huge portion of the loot pool doesn't matter and isn't worth chasing. Oh, but it's fun to chase it. You're back in year one Destiny 2 then. Year one Destiny 2, you could chase armor and it didn't freaking matter. You were just playing dress up. So chasing guns and god rolls that at the end of the day aren't optimum. There's already an optimum build. You're chasing a decorative item. It's not really a god roll. It's not really an optimum build. You're chasing something because I guess you think it looks cool or it feels cool. But the actual impact on the game is a deficient loadout. And I think that that just hurts the hobbyist god roll grind. Uh, Warguy341G one g uh, says, do you think they should add trench barrel into random rolls? I mean, trench barrel as a perk into random rolls could potentially create more problems than it solves because now you're just making it easier for people uh, to get, you know, pinnacle gear, right? You just go grind a dust rock blues like I did, and that's a lost sector grind. Easy, zero skill required, going with some buds and just keep killing a very weak boss and potentially get a high impact, full auto, slightly slower rate, you know, shooting gun, but with trench barrel, it, you could argue it would make another weapon that functions outside the power hierarchy. It would function outside the power hierarchy, given that right now, EP shoddy is stronger than exotic power weapons. So this means, this means that you would have to then make other shotguns or fusions and SMGs and stuff. If you make those as strong as EP Shoddy, you're saying, we need to make more items in the game stronger than exotic power weapons. You're just asking for more illogical power hierarchy. It doesn't make sense to ask for that. We've never asked for that. People are like, well, we, you're going to break the power fantasy. We've been asking for power fantasy all this time. Right. But we didn't ask for illogical power. Would you ever ask for a hand cannon to be stronger than the Galahorn? Oh, I want a hand cannon that's better than the Galahorn. I should pull the trigger on this hand cannon, and every time it shoots a bullet, it should shoot a rocket with double the wolf pack rounds of Galahorn. And it should be legendary. Well, if somebody asked for that, we'd all kind of laugh. We'd be like, why the frick are you asking for that? That's what you're asking for when you want EP shoddy to stay as it is, or other guns to be brought up to its lethality. You're asking for guns that are outside of the strongest spectrum in the game, right? Power ammo is limited. You get less of it. Most power weapons shoot slow or have a way of shooting that creates either a skill gap or a more rhythmic deliverable of damage. 
and that's why they can be so strong, right? It's it's the same reason that in Fortnite, whenever they made a, a shotgun that was a whole lot stronger, what'd they do? They lowered his fire rate. Why? That's the trade-off, right? Shoot slower, and since it shoots slower, you get more damage, and that's how power weapons work. EP Shoddy is the fastest shooting gun with respect to damage output in the game, and it's stronger than exotic power weapons. We've never asked for this in the past. Now, this isn't the only problem, mind you. This isn't the only problem, mind you. There are basically no exotics worth using in the game outside of the exotic power weapons that we've kind of already listed, except for like Telesto and PvP, because you constantly get ammo for it, and it's basically a one-hit kill. So Telesto is kind of functioning as a power weapon in PvP, which is why Sweats have outlawed it in their tournaments that they're having, because you're always starting with ammo, and that's a problem, right? How do you handle one-hit weapons? Well, you control the power ammo, uh, ammo economy. Well, if you can just spawn the Telesto and automatically have... Um, just drop the dust rock blues. If you can already get, if you can already get the you know the ammo that creates you know a problem for uh for that weapon type. So the Telesto is is kind of a problem in PvP for that reason. It always gets the ammo. Uh, D McGee says, do you think exotics should be pushed beyond the power of the EP shoddy? The only viable DPS exotics are Sleeper and Whisper, in a lot of people's opinions. Here's the thing, and this is where people, I think, don't necessarily understand what I'm saying. Because they're like, we want to feel powerful. And I agree with you. We do want to feel powerful. Watch me run a Way of a Thousand Cuts with Ophidius Faith. Watch me run an Arc Titan with uh, the... The... uh, I'm blanking on the helmet name. With the Skull Fort, right? Watch me run those builds and talk about how fun it feels to feel powerful. I'm all about feeling powerful. But when you can run weapons that completely negate damage checks to where what's supposed to be the strongest enemies in the game, what's supposed to be the strongest bosses in the game, and I'm not talking about like, oh, it's because we're overleveled. No, I mean, once you're at level for these encounters and you use these weapons, I think they function pretty pretty well. I think Whisper and Sleeper and 1000 Voices function as they should, right? They're pinnacle weapons. You got to use them in a specific way. If you really want to get the absolute best use out of them, then you got to use them in a real specific way. And I think that that's currently, you know, working. And as soon as you leave that environment and you say, well, no, let's create an environment where these power weapons are even stronger. Well, then you're going to start to go into encounters and like if you make stuff stronger than EP shotgun right now, EP shotgun is already negating like challenges. It's just not even hard. You're just going and do, 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 just boom, 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 boom. And then you, you, you kill almost all strike bosses, gambit bosses, uh, raid bosses, etc. And then if you're like, well, let's make sleeper and all these other weapons stronger. Well, now you're even strong. Like now we're not even talking about feeling strong. Right? Now you're not even talking about feeling strong. You're basically just turning everything into a tissue paper pinata that you just blast through and it's not even hard. Like when you could use modded weapons in Borderlands. It kills the fun factor because you're not actually even playing the game anymore. You're playing some other version of the game where everything is practically a one-tap. That's why Bungie has always scaled damage in the public space so you can still actually die. Um, and you don't just run through and like spit on the enemies and have them die because you know they want the game to still feel like that the aliens and the weapons in it are a threat to you. It's like, well, I'm 600, so I just flick these these public area enemies, you know, in the nose, and they just disintegrate. 
Well, that's not fun because then you're basically taking content and you're devaluing it and uprooting it by the sheer fact that you've played a lot. So. Once again, Lono in his chat show how ridiculous and arrogant and deaf they are. Cool. Don't ever come back. You're banned and you're a douchebag that we don't want here because you insult people for disagreeing with you. Take your insecurity and go the frick somewhere else, you child. Uh, Next question. Uh, what's the best way to farm exotics? There's not really a way uh, to farm exotics. The only way to get exotics is for them just to kind of randomly drop. I mean, I got a world line zero. Uh, I got a world line zero in the raid when we were doing DPS checks. Dropped at 600. Just freaking just dropped. Uh, so there's not really a way to do that. Now, I think if you're running strikes and you put on the Vanguard boons and a fire team medallion, uh, that's like one of the easiest ways to at least manipulate the the drop rates of exotics, but that's not necessarily like a guarantee. Um, it's not a guarantee. It it literally it literally just influences drop rate. Influencing drop rates like three of coins, right? Like it's not a guarantee. So if you're gonna farm for exotics, that's probably literally the only way you could say is a measurable like it even says like you know it's gonna increase your chances. Um, so there's no real way to know if that's even gonna say it. Talentless Eric says, "Love you, Dad. Thanks for three months, Talentless Eric. I appreciate that. Let me turn alerts back on so I can hear those." Uh, Knees Dutt says, are you literally worried about making this a big deal? I think the end goal is to get Trench Barrel on other shotties. I'm a bit worried if this gets focused on, they might skip that part and nerf Ikelos into the ground. Ikelos doesn't need nerfed into the ground. It doesn't. It needs put into its proper place within the hierarchy of power. At the end of the day, the Ikelos shotgun should not be better than a powerful, exotic weapon. I really, really want somebody to take the time to put together a reasoned and logical argument as to why a legendary energy weapon should be stronger than exotic power weapons. Do that for me, please, because it didn't exist in D1. We wanted the power back, man. We felt powerful in D1. We feel powerful again, but there's a weapon way outside the bell curve it's not even within the spectrum of how the game operates it's an outlier it's a problem make an argument stop asserting things like we want power we asked for power don't nerf it it's my favorite weapon those are all assertions not arguments like you know it did exist in d1 no it didn't there was not an energy weapon that was better than sleeper galley or dark drinker there wasn't Merciless, we tested Merciless. Merciless was literally weaker than the Dust Rock Blues. I used my Dust Rock Kinetic and I got and I got better damage efficiency than somebody using Merciless. Merciless is a joke. Compare Merciless is a joke compared to a shotgun I got from a lost sector. I grinded for a shotgun from a lost sector and it's the Merciless is weaker than it. <laughs> They're like and there were no energy weapons in D1 that were better than exotic power weapons. There weren't. Now, there might be circumstances where people use energy weapons pre-nerf Black Hammer. Right. Let's go back to a problem that was addressed in D1 as an example of what? I, I guess somebody's going to use Black Hammer pre-nerf as a concession that I'm right? Because that would be a concession that I'm right. Wouldn't it? Because they nerfed it? Because it was an energy weapon? 
and pre-nerf it was stronger than power weapons and that's an imbalance and a problem from design philosophy and a power hierarchy every gun falls into place when it's in the right slot can you imagine taking a rocket launcher like the Wardcliffe coil, slap it in the kinetic slot, and having the ammo accessibility of a kinetic weapon on the on the Wardcliffe coil. People would say, well, that's dumb, Lono, that's imbalanced. You have you have a hundred rockets? That's ludicrous. You can go into every room and just boom, 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 just constantly shooting the Wardcliffe coil. Why is that imbalanced? Because it's in the wrong slot. It's in the wrong power hierarchy. It's got way too much ammo. It's enabling you to override the entire structure of the game. The game has an enemy structure and spectrum. And it has a weapon structure and spectrum. And Ikelos Shotgun is in the wrong spot. It was designed as a power weapon. And it's still a power weapon. It is a pinnacle power weapon in the wrong slot. Is essentially what's going on. Bam the God. What's all coming with the new update? I know something being done with Masterwork, uh, uh, but I'd be happy about that. Well, on the 16th, we're getting some tweaks to like scout rifles and stuff. Uh, I don't think the uh, the the uncommon core solution is coming until the 30th. They're also going to be addressing some exotic drop rates and stuff like that. Just check Bungie for patch notes and, and, a, and a timetable. I'm not I'm not going to be able to outline all that for you. Uh, Detective Dablet. Uh, how does EP Shotgun compare to the Full Auto Badlander? A Full Auto Badlander and an EP Shotgun are basically the same weapon. One has trench barrel, the other doesn't. Which one do you think's better? That's like comparing a sniper that has box breathing to a sniper that doesn't. I mean, box breathing is going to add those damage buffs. Now, fire rate maybe on a on a on a sniper might change the change the argument, but like if like that's like comparing an EP Shotty that you're allowed to use in this damage test, right? You're allowed to use trench barrel and I'm not. Which gun do you think is going to get more damage? Right? So a Badlander is going to shoot at the same rate. I'm pretty sure it's 100 RPM. Isn't a Badlander 100 RPM? We'll check it right now to make sure I'm accurate in what I'm saying. Fairly certain the Badlander is a uh, is 100 RPM shoddy. I was looking in the wrong category. Yeah, it's 100 RPM with 65 impact. And the Escalation Protocol shotgun is 65 impact, 100 RPM. They're literally they're literally the same weapon. So, you remove trench barrel and it's weaker because I'm every time I punch, however many shots I can rip off in what's it 6 seconds? That's how long trench barrel lasts. If I rip off those shots in 6 seconds, then I get all 33% of that buffed by 33%. I get all those shots buffed by 33%. Um, Badlander can roll certain perks to make it better in certain situations. No, it's never going to be better than the Ikelos shotgun. That is literally factually incorrect. It'll never be better than the Ikelos shotgun. It isn't. It's not possible. You're never going to get a roll on Badlander to make it stronger than Ikelos. There's not a perk in the game to grant you a 33% damage buff. It's not possible. You could put boss spec on it and get an 8% damage buff on bosses. That's 8%, not 33 it's not possible. It's literally a mathematical, insurmountable mountain. Factually correct against arc shields in match game. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but that's not that's not within the power structure of the of what we're talking about. We're talking about within the power structure of the game, not when you go to a narrow a narrow situation. In this situation with Arc Shield, you know, Arc Arc and match game on. I mean, in a Nightfall, are you even gonna play that way? Probably not. Most of the times in Nightfall, when you have those types of things on, like Arc singe and match game you're going to use a ranged weapon because getting close isn't worth it you're going to get freaking wrecked i had the ikolos shotgun on in nightfalls where we head on solar burn and i actually didn't use the gun that often reason being it, it it wasn't worth the risk you would just push and get hurt so even then i would argue that no probably not because you're in a lot of those scenarios you don't push you end up hanging back because the risk reward is sharply imbalanced the risk is really really high and the reward is what killing an individual target quickly in a room where you're getting sprayed by enemies hopefully they're not using arc damage so you have to go into a scenario again more narrow right arc shielded enemies that aren't nobody's shooting arc damage and there's an actual tangible reason for me to push close to this enemy and use my badlander with arc damage with with arc on it Again, that's just so narrow, it doesn't even land on the discussion. Uh, Hush Hush Spesh says, Is there a point running any other energy weapon in PvE? No, literally none. Like, on paper, opinion set aside, according to math, there's almost no reason to ever run any other energy weapon ever. Because the content allows you to use the Ikelos shotgun at its absolute best efficiency most of the time. Gambit, strike bosses, public event bosses, and pretty much every boss in every raid or raid layer enables you to use Ikelos shotgun at its best efficiency. So, no. You should always use it, basically. (laughs) A weapon from Warmind is better than anything you can farm for uh, in Forsaken. But it's not, it's it's fine, it's not a problem. Kappa. New Mend. This might have been answered Friday, and I just missed it, but what uh, mask are you most excited for if festival comes? I don't really typically chase stuff like masks. I don't really care. Um, that's not really how I operate. I'm kind of looking forward to see if that auto rifle is even going to be worth it, uh, just to see. Um, so, I, I like stuff like that. I like to chase guns. Uh, that's why I would love to see if we could find which lost sector you can farm the Ether Doctor for, if you can farm the Ether Doctor. Since Duskrock Blues was farmable, I just assumed uh, the other the other Tangled Shore weapons uh, were farmable. It seems this guy drops Duskrock Dusk Blues as well. Um, so, other than potentially farming for a slightly better version than the one that I got, uh, <laughs> we're continuing to get Duskrock Blues from him. Uh, nerve rack in future content updates are you excited for old exotics or would you like to see more new things instead all right here's the thing old exotics coming back doesn't bother me okay it doesn't bother me but but okay i'm always 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 gonna want new stuff to come to the game i think that's more exciting that's one of the reasons Escalation Protocol Shotgun to me is a little bit of a frustration because it's like the game. It's been in the game since Warmind. It's been a top tier weapon since Warmind. It's been the go to weapon to chase, right? Like it's been the go to weapon to chase and to use, and it still is. And so, like bringing back exotics can kind of feel that way, right? It's like, oh man, we had this before. This was a pinnacle weapon before. I always think it's more exciting to chase new stuff. It's a loot pursuit game. Like, that's just, I don't know. 
That's just how it, it kind of goes. Uh, Grizzlepup says, do you think there are any viable alternatives to the shotgun and PVE right now, aside from exotic options, in terms of raw DPS, it seems like it's king. No, like, we literally tested. The only gun that you would think would outdo it, the Merciless, does not. It was, like, it was about half of the damage of the EP shoddy. About half. Um, uh, it, it out DPS's power exotics, so the energy weapons don't stand a chance. Um, the... There just there there isn't an option to, to to supplant it because of the nature of the way the weapon works, and people are like, well, it's a game design problem. They should change the the game and the and the, and the enemies and the and the bosses. And I'm like, okay, let's let's talk about that for a second because that's basically you asking for the entire game to be tooled around one weapon. Like that doesn't sound silly to you. It's one weapon outside the spectrum of power that's functioning in a way that it shouldn't be functioning, and you blame the game design for that, not the weapon. Like, talk about, like, talk about, like, hugging, hugging the villain. You know what I'm saying? What is that, what is that called when someone kidnaps them, uh, and they, they end up liking the person that kidnapped them? Stockholm Syndrome. That's like Stockholm Syndrome. Like, you're hugging the villain at that point. The villain in the situation is the EP shoddy, not the entire game. This game is built with a similar enemy power structure as D1. Trash adds majors and shielded enemies and bosses. And you got one weapon that functions outside of that power structure, and you're gonna blame the game for that? You're just you're too busy defending Igala's shotgun to see where the true problem lies. Retooling the entire game around EP shotgun, do you know what then would happen? Sure, we'd end up having to go and use. We, oh, we have to use diverse loadouts now. Snipers are more viable in these uh, in these scenarios. Uh, it didn't reset the boss. I literally left, and I. It says requires. It says requires, and he's not here. That is bizarre. A weird lost sector. That is odd. Um. Mighty Moose. Hey, Lono, the RNG gods hate me with a passion. I can't seem to get any of the Ikelos weapons to drop uh, over 30 level over thirty level 7 clears. In regards to EP Shoddy, do you think slight adjustments to DPS will eventually make it obsolete for boss damage when compared to Whisper and Sleeper? It shouldn't be a boss damage weapon. It shouldn't be. Why should it be a boss damage weapon? The Occam's Razor, the Proud Spire, and the Stolen Will shotguns were not boss damage weapons. They were shotguns that you used on majors. They were great, and they were really efficient for it, right? Now, Black Spindle was an energy weapon, but it was an exotic, and it was great in a few circumstances for boss damage. Galley and Sleeper were usually king after that, Dark Drinker uh, against Axis. So, I I don't think it should be a boss damaging weapon. It should be used for majors and shield enemies like mini bosses because it's in the middle of the power uh, spectrum. That's kind of where it lands. That's where it should be hanging out for damage structure. Ah. So if if you're thinking like, Oh, and you not getting it to drop? The only thing I would say, the only thing I would say in you not getting it to drop is that are you doing the cheese would be my question. 
are you doing the cheese? Because if you're doing the cheese, then does this guy have wanted on his name? I don't know if he has wanted on his name. I can't see. Uh, if you're doing the cheese, you're not getting the buff rate to increase. Every time you complete a seven and hit the chest, the chest actually appears and you don't get it, your drop rate is supposed to go up. And then you go back and then you do number six and then you go back and do number seven. So if you've gotten if you've gotten 30 clears and you can't get it to drop, I would just keep going. Your drop rate's going up every single time. Like every single time it's going up. Now you say you've got 30 clears. Is that 30 clears every time EP shoddy's available? Is that 30 clears? How many of those are when all the weapons are available? Because when all the weapons are available, that might be hurting your drop rate too. Right? Because if you're if you if you literally do 30 the week that it's only EP shoddy, I feel like after 30 runs, you I don't know. You should be getting it. I don't know. You can do level six over and over. Right, you can just keep going back to level six and then it it'll it enables you to keep trying. And then that gets you that gets you the ability to not have to run the entire escalation protocol shotgun all over again. That, like that was a great that's why EP shotgun in my opinion is just like there's more problems to it than than before because it's easier to get. It's it's like it's it's even easier to get than before. It's not even like it's difficult to get. It like they've made the farm easier. So uh next question from KRP why not make all trench barrel shotguns just a power weapon? I mean, that could be a solution just because as it stands, you can fight all of the really, really high health enemies. You can fight them and damage them with EP shotgun just about as efficiently as any other weapon. Well, no, more efficiently. So if you added trench barrel to shotguns, you could say if it's going to have trench barrel, it's going to have to be a... uh, It's going to have to be a power weapon only problem with that is I just, I don't know if that's a necessary reaction that feels like an overreaction I think having EP shotgun in the energy slot feels cool, feels nice really, really fast and moving that out of that out of that slot feels like an overreaction I think adjusting trench barrel uh, I don't know maybe down to 25% instead of 33% might rain it in a little bit. It just, it shoots so fast. There's so many pellets getting buffed. You know. Even if you nerf Trench Barrel a little bit, it might not be enough. Uh, Koro, do you think Forsaken come, uh, came out and became the way it is as a result of all your year one uh, Destiny 2 videos? Do you think it's primarily you and others we had to thank for how amazing Forsaken is? This doesn't feel like a genuine question. I think that I'm skipping right past it. I think the community at large added input uh, that added to the conversation, and I was just one of many, many people that did that. There were people on Reddit, there were people on Twitter, uh, there were YouTube videos, there was plenty. Now, I probably had more content specifically focused on making the game better. A lot of people just didn't do that. They just stopped playing and they didn't make content about Destiny. But I feel like that's a fake question. I honestly have suspicions about who that person is. Joe Mama, I have a Badlanders with Rampage and Slideshot, uh, which I think is the closest thing to the EP shotgun. Even then, that doesn't necessarily feel like the EP shotgun, because, I mean, if you get Rampage to stack all the way up 
and then damage the boss, are you even... Are you... Is that even feasible in most boss encounters? And even then, you gotta get it all the way to level 3 on Rampage, and then you gotta get your gun fully loaded. I don't know. Uh, Jonah Talks says, Do you think weapons should be restricted to uh, element... Uh, kinetic, as in Solar Void Kinetic Choice. Would that promote diversity if you could put your nation to beast in Kinetic? Oh, I would love it if I could do that. Right. I would love it if I could do that. But, but the problem with that is, the problem with that is, Nation of Beast rolls with Dragonfly. What am I going to do with Dragonfly and a Kinetic? Now you could say, oh, well, maybe Dragonfly and a Kinetic doesn't do, um... It just converts it to like generic, uh, just like a generic firefly. But again, the rolls on energy weapons are like a lot of like, like SMGs with Genesis and stuff, sliding that up to kinetic, you know, it, 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 sliding that up to the kinetic might just be a completely wasted effort because of the potential rolls on the, on the, on the gear. And then you're going to have perks that just don't matter. Now, obviously, that means then you could chase a nation of beasts without fire or dragonfly and be like, oh, I'm going to chase this. And then I don't have dragonfly on it. So now I can slide it to kinetic and it won't feel like a wasted perk. Kinetics roll Genesis. Yeah, that's true. Somebody did tell me that that, that kinetics can roll with Genesis, which that feels like an oversight. That doesn't, I don't know. How is that? How's that even a thing? Um, I would love to see an explanation for why that's even happening. Because that shouldn't be happening. I mean, for all intents and purposes, Genesis should only be rolling on weapons where it can actually do its thing. But I guess you can pop a shield with a kinetic weapon, can't you? You can pop a shield with a kinetic weapon. It just takes a whole lot longer. Uh, Raise uh, Ghost Particle says, I have an issue with Ikelos because once I have it, there's almost no reason to try other guns in the slot. Do you think some exotic armor pieces have the same issue? Um, yeah, I mean, in general, I think exotic armor is difficult because there's only so much they can do with the given skill trees. There's only so much they can do with the given powers that we have, supers, you know, abilities, attunements, etc. And if there, because so there's only there's only so many things you can modify with a piece of exotic armor. So you end up with really goofy things like the Kepri's Horn Helmet for the Titan that when you put down a Rally Barricade, a blast of fire comes out from it. I mean, that's dumb, and it doesn't do anything. Now, what if it put a couple of grenades on the ground, you know, instead? Like, it put the, um... What if it put the... What's the grenade that I'm using right now? I have the... I'm using the Thermite Grenade. What if the Kepri's Horn... What if the Kepri's Horn did that? Like, you put down a, a, a rally barricade and, like, four or five, four or five um, thermite grenades kind of go out from it and they kind of sit there for a second or two. That'd be pretty defensive and pretty awesome. It might be broken in PvP. PvP's always been a problem, right? Uh, <laughs> it always kind of poses an issue with uh, creating powerful gear. But the, But, again, like, listen to what I'm saying. Like, the point I'm making is that the Capri's horn is goofy because there's only so many things you can mess with on a Titan's skill tree. And then you start messing with stuff like that and you end up with stuff that you're just like, who the frick's even going to use this? Um, 
So I I don't actually know if if there's an actual solution to the exotic armor other than maybe and this is something I said maybe do exotic armor that actually grants abilities that aren't in the skill tree. You know what I'm saying? Like the Kepri's horn does that, right? That's not an ability that's in the skill tree. It's not like it just unlocks an ability that all of a sudden now you have access to. It it adds a new ability. There's the one too for the rift for warlocks, like the the Vesper armaments or whatever the frick it's called, the Vesp robes or something. It adds like a blast wave out from a rift. Nobody really cares about that, right? Especially if you can run like a Phoenix Protocol chess piece with Well of Radiance. Dallas. Missed the first part, so sorry if it was asked. How do you fix it? Nerf Trench Barrel down to 25% or buff to add shoddy perks to make it comparable? At a ground level, the main problem is that it is stronger than powerful exotics. It's stronger than powerful exotics. So if you raise other things to be as strong as it, the problem you're going to run into there is you're still disrupting the power hierarchy and now you have more weapons in the game that are stronger than powerful exotics. Make the powerful exotics stronger, that's an option, but now again, you're just going to be shredding everything into ribbons. We really need Sleeper and the 1K voices and the Whisper to be stronger. They're already stupid strong. They already, if used properly, negate boss fights. They already do that. So, the the solution in this case, which I know everybody's gun shy of nurse, but I don't think the solution in this case is to increase the lethality of anything because that will undercut the entire game's challenges that are set before us. I mean, people are already able to beat a lot of the a lot of the quote-unquote hard content significantly easier. Why? Because you're just once you know how to do it, it isn't that it's not that challenging. And so you can you can pretty much go through nightfalls with the right card, you can pretty much go through the raid with a good team and you're not going to feel significantly challenged. And then you make us even stronger, and then it just becomes ludicrous. Like, it doesn't feel like a video game anymore. It just feels like everything's tissue paper and more gods. Uh, middle fellow. It's like putting in a cheat code, you know? As someone who loved Destiny 1 and hasn't had a chance to even play D2 yet, would you say, uh, what would you say about its status today? As I've heard a lot of negative about it in the most recent expansion. If you're hearing negatives about this expansion, I don't know who you're listening to or watching, but you're not watching any of the streamers or the YouTubers, or you're not even on Reddit. I mean, I'm on Reddit, and most people are saying good things. Um, Forsaken was an absolute triumph. It was a franchise-saving DLC, in my estimation. Great raid, great weapons, great loot pursuits. What I'm talking about is one weapon that, once, once you get it, really undercuts a lot of the loot pursuits, but... That's not a problem with Forsaken, that's a problem with the gun. The gun itself is the problem. Forsaken's great, great content. There's pl- there's tons to do in the game. There's so many missions and strikes and and loot pursuits. Um, so, oh, up to the most recent expansion, you heard a lot of negative stuff. Yeah, I mean, up to this expansion, I'm sorry, I misread the question. Up to this expansion, yeah, there were significant problems with the franchise that Forsaken has, you know, attempted to uh, rectify in the way of loot pursuits. So yeah, the game is in a is in a humongously better spot. Amateur Jamie with three months of subs, welcome back. That's a blue badge. Um, 
And again, you're seeing right now why using another shotgun is so problematic. If I had the EP shotgun on, this guy would not be able to knock me back. I'd be killing him significantly faster. And I'm struggling to kill him quickly only because of the loadout that I'm running. So as soon as I switch the loadout, as soon as I switch the loadout uh, to something more sensible, that guy's going to die significantly faster. We'll have to go see if there's a flag we can hit. Uh, yeah, we'll go hit this flag and get some ammo. Uh, Wojo193, what are your thoughts on cluster strategy for Riven? It needs addressed. It needs addressed. It, it, it obviously is, in some people's estimation, it's not it's not super easy to do, so it doesn't need addressed. I mean, I disagree. I, I think that because something is difficult to do is not an argument against it needing addressed. That feels like a cop-out. Like, oh, it's not that easy to do. Okay, well, if it's not that easy to glitch outside of a map and cheat in PvP, well, it's really difficult to do, so therefore it doesn't need addressed. Nobody would say that. People would be like, no, this needs addressed, right? You know, people would say, yeah, this this is a problem. This 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 needs this needs fixed. Nobody would say, well, it's easy, so it doesn't matter. Or I'm sorry, it's hard to do, so it's it's fine. Nobody would say that. So I think that's a punt and a cop out to say it's not that easy to do. Therefore, it doesn't need addressed. You can literally skip the entire fight uh, and 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 bypass all the mechanics. Though limiting how much damage we can do in each floor would be an easy fix. They already do something like that with Shirochi anyway. Could Bungie just let old weapons be left behind? Not exotics or legendaries. Here's the problem with that as a solution. Okay. I understand where people are coming from. People will look at people will look at Destiny and say, "I went and grinded for all this gear, and now that gear doesn't matter." You've undercut and you've disrespected player investment. Okay, but there's competing there's competing incentives, right? So, if if you want new gear to be alluring, how do you do that? If every DLC has pinnacle gear, right? And then that pinnacle gear can come into the new content and still be pinnacle gear. Like, oh, I don't know, the Midnight Coup hand cannon, the Escalation Protocol shotgun, the sleeper, the whisper. These are all pieces of gear that are still the best. So... And that undercuts everything they tried to build. Escalation Protocol Shotgun, he died that fast, zero problem. Entire fight change with one weapon change. Like, nullifies the entire fight just by switching one weapon. Like, he's literally dead. I don't even have to kill the ads. Now, obviously, this is a lost sector. I'm overleveled, blah, 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 blah. I should be able to do that. I don't know. So, if you disrespect people's investments, they're going to get really, really angry. But then you run into another problem on the back end. It's like, why the frick should I care about any of this gear if I can run a Midnight Coup, Escalation Protocol, Shotgun, and a Sleeper? Oh, well, it's cool. That, that Again, you're right back to Destiny 2 Year 1. You're chasing cosmetics. You're chasing stuff that does not matter. It's not a god roll. Why you can use another weapon in that, in that, in that, like, slam another weapon in that slot and it's better. Slam the Ikolash shotgun in the energy slot, and you got no reason to grind for any god roll energy weapons in Destiny 2 Forsaken. Put the Midnight Coup hand cannon on, 
and you have no reason to use any other kinetic in the game, basically. Other than, oh, it feels good. I like this gun. Again, you're talking about a basically a cosmetic grind. So the only solution, and this is why I said maybe the Black Armory, maybe the Black Armory can be a solution for what we're saying because, because the Black Armory can be... A, a source of new weapon types or new, you know, new pieces of pinnacle gear. Like, black armory weapons, maybe you can get a kinetic that's just, it's it's way stronger or something than EEP shoddy. You can roll a better devils better than the coup. I mean, I guess that's true, but th at that point, it's only better because you can add a mod to it, right? What's what's the what's the difference between the best version of a better devils and the midnight coup? What's the marginal difference between the two? And is there an intentional grind for a better devils? No, you just play crucible and hope to get one, right? It's not like grinding a strike, so it's not even like an intentional grind for it. Um, salty Sloan. So, what is your solution to the people that can only make one or two weapons? Their primary grind and can't play for eight hours at a time because the majority of players cannot get all these curated guns uh, and they do deserve to be able to play and perform like everyone else, especially if they did grind out time to get like uh, said gun, like the sleeper uh, tweak never should have been a conversation. I don't know what sleeper tweak you're talking about. Oh, like in Gambit. Your limited available time to play is not something that should be legislated for. If you can't play a lot of World of Warcraft, tough. You're not going to be able to level up as fast as your friends or get as much as your friends. You don't... I'm, so, I'm, I'm really... I really truly and genuinely mean this. Your limited ability to play is not something that needs to be legislated to. It isn't. Um, so, and, and here's why. And here's why. You can always find more time to play if your life situation changes. You're, you're basically asking for content to be watered down, diluted, and taken away from the hardcore players, which is what Destiny 2 was at launch, and it basically almost flopped. Because they said, let's make everything casual and accessible for those with limited time, and you ended up with D2 at launch, which was a terrible, terrible launch. It was not a hobbyist loot pursuit game, and they hemorrhaged players left and right, Okay. This system works well, and I'll tell you why it works well. Your engagement level and your care level has something waiting for you. If you want to grind the Nightfall for the Warden's Law or the Pulse Rifle that I was using a little bit ago, the Horror's Least, if you want to grind a, a Nightfall for that, you can, right? You don't have to. You don't have to, but you can. And if you get the gut, you can be like, oh, I got one, right? I'm, 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 I've got one. I'm happy with that. Maybe you care a little bit more. Maybe you're like me and you really want to go for the best role. There's a spectrum of player and there's a spectrum of engagement. That's exactly how Destiny should function, right? It, arguing that like it should be easier for you to get more stuff is just not an argument. Game shouldn't be legislated based on the top 1%. I've never argued for that. Nobody's argued for that. I just argued for the spectrum of player to have engagement options. So you're arguing with a phantom that I've never vo vocalized and no YouTuber, content creator, or streamer has vocalized that desire. 
I have always, always, I'm not going to speak for every YouTuber or streamer. I'm going to speak for myself right now. I've always argued for the spectrum of player to be given a spectrum of engagement so their time feels like they're rewarded. I've never argued for a top-down 1%. It should be built for the 1%. I've never argued for that ever. I've not, I've not argued against drop rates being fixed so that it's a little bit easier to get certain things. I've, ne I've never done that. I've never done that. I argued against making gear too accessible. Oh, you don't even have to run the raid. Just get a clan ingram. I argued against that because that grates against loot pursuit. So to me, to me, this is why god rolls were so important. This is why God rolls were so important. God rolls brings a spectrum of intrigue. Like, if you don't give a flying hoot about the Warden's Law, then you don't have to go for it. If you'd like to go for it, but you have limited time, I mean, you have that's that's the thing that you can go for and spend your time getting it. And the drop rate's actually not that bad once you have a good score on your card. But maybe you can't go for the absolute best roll like I did because you have limited time. That's fine. Like, we're both being rewarded appropriately for our engagement levels. So, if if you make things too accessible, you're gonna, you're just, you break, you break down loot incentive. Always. And you, if you, if you make things uh, way too difficult to get, well then, you, you make people feel like their efforts are futile. I think we're in a happy medium right now. I really do. I think there's tons of things to chase. There's things like Luna's Howl, Not Forgotten, Broadsword, Malfeasance, Shattered Throne, Nightfall specific rewards. There's titles. There's all these things for people that have more time. And if you don't have time to chase that, that's not going to be this gigantic hindrance to your experience. I can't get a Luna's Howl, a Broadsword, or a Not Forgotten. PvP is hopeless. I don't think that's the case. Um, no, I have not found the Ether Doctor yet. I cannot seem to find who drops it. I don't think it's on Mars. I do not think it's on Mars. We can try Titan at this point. This guy has not dropped it once. And the other guy was dropping the Dust Rock Blues. Highway to Heaven, I understand your points, but aren't you worried that Bungie will just nerf the shoddy instead of bringing other weapons up to compete? But bringing other weapons up to the compete is also a problem because the gun itself is, is operating as a stronger than an exotic power weapon. It's in its own class. There is the Sleeper, the Whisper, and the 1000 Voices. These are pinnacle exotic power weapons, and the Escalation Protocol shotgun can outdo them. That, that's in its own class. So if you start bringing fusion rifles and sniper rifles up to match that, you're you're turning the game upside down. That doesn't make any sense. Why are energy weapons being up, brought up to the lethality of, a, of, of something that doesn't exist? There's not supposed to be weapons stronger than power weapons. Built within the framework of the ammo economy. It's built within the framework of perks that you can get. Buster bombs, you know, the way that the whisper breathing works, all this stuff. This stuff's all built within the framework of the game. It's it's all logical and in harmony with itself. And then we want to turn that on its head because EP shotgun, right? It's all because of EP shotgun. I just, it's an outlier that needs addressed. Miracle Whoop. Would you agree it's more about the trench barrel perk rather than the gun itself? Also, is it okay for a gun to have legs that carry it throughout future expansions? 
A gun being carried through future expansions is 100% fine. A gun that is always the best, never not the best, and you never really have a reason to put it down is a problem in a game about loot pursuit. It's a problem in a game that championed Forsaken DLC as being this great opportunity for you to pursue random roles and whatever loadout you want to run. And if pursuing that feels like a fool's errand because there's no reason to, that's an incentivization problem. Why go for a god roll when that's not going to create an optimum build? It's going to create an inferior build. The reason to go for a god roll is it can help create an alternative optimum build. And that doesn't exist because of EP shotgun. Sinus the Gamer Live. How can Bungie fix collections for Forsaken weapons and armor? Um, I think you should be able to go into collections and say, like, obviously if you you infuse the item that you can't do this, right? Let's say I get, let's say I get a God Roll Zenobia D, and I love it. This is actually a pretty good Zenobia D, right? It's got cluster uh, and precision frame or whatever. But let's say the Zenobia D, for whatever reason, has an Icarus mod on it. I'm like, man, I really want that mod. And if I break down the weapon, I can get the mod, but then I can't get the weapon. I should be able to lock this role into my collection. I should be able to say, no, this is the role I want in my collection. I found this role. It's mine. It's my role. I earned it. I should be able to lock that role into the collection. Same with armor. Same with armor. Right? Now, someone might push back and say, but couldn't you then lock it and then infuse it? Yeah, but if it always comes out of collections at an inferior power rate, that keeps things in balance. So let's say, for example, I get the Wing Discipline Mark. Again, because there's there's actually quest lines. There's actually quest lines attached to doing a full Vanguard set, full Gambit, full Crucible, etc., right? So let's say I get a 600 Wing Discipline, and I really want to infuse... And the, and the wing discipline has a, a pretty good roll on it or not even a good roll but like I just want to be able to pull it out later whenever I go to do a full set or boots, arms, whatever and it has a good roll but I'm like you know what I'm going to infuse it I'm going to save this roll for later boom I should be able to lock it into my collections or as someone in chat saying maybe just be able to pull the mod out of the weapon but again I think there are circumstances where you might feel the desire to break down the weapon or infuse it but it's it shouldn't be that hard to say there are reasons why you might want to be able to pull a gun or a piece of armor out of the collection later and given that you should just be able to lock in the role that you earned like you earn the role it's not like you're going to the collection and pulling out some god role that you didn't have to farm for like well i gotta i gotta i gotta tr- i gotta trash uh roll on these gauntlets but i can go to the collection and pull out a god roll I mean that should that should never be that should never be a situation. So that's not what I'm arguing for. I'm arguing for being able to lock a role into place so that it that it is always accessible to you since you arguably you know earned it. So uh Tsuko, Lono, if you had to choose one, would you rather see the Ikelos shotgun move to the power slot? or kept in the energy slot and made exotic. I mean, if you're giving me a choice between the two, if you make it an exotic, I mean, people would probably still use it. 
and at least that would force people to run different loadouts. Like, if you make it an exotic, you could at least say, yeah, it's an exotic, and it performs better than exotic power weapons. And then that still feels off to me. That still feels off. Like, should a Telesto outperform a Sleeper for dips? I mean, obviously with Voidburn, it, it will. But that's that's a modifier that's making the gun more lethal. That's not the gun itself out of the box being more lethal. So, if you make it an exotic, it still is it still is for whatever reason outperforming power weapons. I just I don't know if there's an, there's just not an argument to be made that that a, that an energy weapon should be outperforming power weapons. There just isn't. People just continue again. Nobody's making an argument. People just make assertions. Oh, it's fun. Oh, it's a power fantasy. It's a broken power fantasy. And it's fun to have a reason to pursue weapons in a loot pursuit game. And the gun basically makes it to where there's no reason to pursue anything. Uh, Enlighten says, For a solo player like me, although a hobbyist, it really helps to have Ikelos for max DPS weapon. I don't mind it being energy or power as long as it's powerful. Having said that, I miss Galley. I really do think a lot of people, again, are, are are worried about something that I've never once argued for. Right? I've never once argued for Ikelos shotgun to be made worthless. Like, the idea that people hear, say, hear me saying, the Ikelos shotgun, out of the box, is stronger than exotic power weapons, and it should be reined in a little bit. Oh, well, for frick's sake, Lona, you're going to make it worthless. You're going to nerf it into the ground. Um, okay, I don't know who you're talking with, but that's not what I said. And couldn't you make a tasteful change to the weapon and have it still be a pinnacle energy weapon? It would still be a really, really strong energy weapon. It would still be amazing. Trench Barrel is still so hugely advantageous. Why? Melting Point and that punch that gives you empowering on the Well of Radiance Warlock, uh, Warlock class. It still is touching down on a way of engaging in combat that is incredibly advantageous. Even if Trench Barrel was slightly weaker, only so you could say, no, 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 no. In this environment, it's better to use this power weapon. It's better to use Sleeper. It's better to use the Thousand Voices. It's better to use Whisper. You should be able to say way more often. You should honestly be able to say, this rocket launcher... In the used in the right way is going to out DPS Ikelos shotgun. Why? Because it's a power weapon. Power weapons should be, in many ways, stronger than energy weapons. So not. E- I mean, we're we're talking about it versus is exotics, which is basically passive admittance. It's basically an exotic weapon. It should be going up against legendary weapons, and it should be weaker than legendary power weapons for dips. <laughs> that's true of every other energy weapon and I mean just saying it's fun or you know just saying that's what makes it such a great weapon is not an argument that's logical it's just again just an assertion uh, why not just lower the ammo count in total not the mag I okay but Lunafaction Rift or a Rally Barricade doesn't doesn't your 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 solution is undone with with one class in the game rally barricades always like that always so i don't even need gear i just have to put on rally barricade 
and your and your nerf is not a nerf. I put on Lunafaction boots, and your nerf is not a nerf. At least at that point, you're requiring people to use like certain gear. Um, but so. Uh, Blue Tang, the community always figures out optimal loadout. If you remove Icolos, the community will find another way to complete uh, things the best way. You think you're on the risk of uh, constantly having weapons uh, that are fun changed? No, no. Because my argument is not against optimum loadouts. My argument is not against optimum loadouts. There were optimum loadouts for Wrath of the Machine. There was the Dark Drinker, the Warpath, Galahorn. There was what I did, which was the, you know, level uh, tier 12 build with max discipline and starfire protocol and fusion grenades once they made the changes to viking funeral those were all optimum loadouts right and you notice that i just rattled off like a bunch of different loadouts and not just one hmm that's interesting <laughs> that was a better time wasn't it uh <laughs> but so there were optimal loadouts and there was variety even within the optimal loadouts i'm not arguing against optimal loadouts i'm arguing it's an imbalance within the power hi- hierarchy you have a weapon that's doing more damage than it should do. Period. Period. And a legendary energy weapon should not be doing more damage than exotic power weapons. It, that just that just does not make an ounce of sense within the entire history of Destiny. It makes it literally makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. We've ne- we've never ever the only time we had an energy weapon that performed like this, it got nerfed. The, the the black hammer pre-nerf was the only time we've 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 had a system like this. So I yeah. It it getting nerfed is basically a historical reference to why this is an important change to be, you know, vying for. Uh Zach, why not change the perk? Make trench barrel require melee kill, not just hit to activate. I mean, at least then, at least then you're having to use it in a specific way. I might be able to get behind that. I might be able to get behind that. But then it's not so universally effective. Like in the right circumstances with the right boss, with the right ads nearby, you could make it a god tier, a god tier use, you know. But then you're going to have six people arguing over, you know, ads. (laughs) Leave ads alive, leave ads alive, you know. Um, So... One FDDT, do stu- you still hope people run the new raid? Not really. I mean, I run the raid every week three times, then I move on from it. I've got more higher aspirations than being a raid helper. I get more viewership not running the raid anyway. So, uh, notorious cryptic, notorious, notorious cryptic. People say uh, this game is fun when it's in- unbalanced. Why do you guys keep trying to balance with these kind of discussions? Um. When people argued for imbalance, they didn't argue for what you're ta- what I'm talking about. Um, what I'm talking about is a gun that's functioning in a way that the game's not designed for. So when the Vex class went into PvP uh, and was basically a broken weapon, I don't think anybody would have argued, let's go back, that was really fun. I don't think anybody would argue that. Nobody would say, yeah, let's go back. Let's 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 revert Vex back to when it was basically a broken weapon. That was really fun. I no, that's not why why? It was such an outlier of of, of imbalance. Right? Having saucy weapons for Crucible doesn't mean you have Vex Mythoclast. Right? That's a weapon that's like well outside the bounds of what feels, you know, appropriate and manageable. 
Um, let's just say they removed it. What would you use instead? I'm telling you, if the Ikelos shotgun suddenly disappeared tomorrow, it never will. I'm not asking for that. But if for whatever reason it just disappeared from the game tomorrow, I would probably run a, a, a loadout similar to what I was just running a little bit ago. A Dust Rock Blues with full auto, or maybe a Badlander with full auto. Um, and again, that gets at the heart of the problem that we also talked about. Shotguns at a ground level are problematic. They're the most universally effective energy weapon. Why? You can get close to everything, and they output tons of damage. This again is why in my video and my talk, I said SMGs, fusions, and snipers need looked at too, because I should have a reason to be like, nah, dude, this strike, or this raid, or this boss, yeah, man, fusion rifle, if you get this roll, very, very strong. Get the, get this roll. It's very, very good. Um, you know. So... You don't want to just even even if Ikelos went away tomorrow, even if Ikelos went away tomorrow, I had a Badlander that was out DPSing the Merciless. That's silly. That's an exotic fusion rifle that's getting out dipsed by a kinetic shotgun, and people are like, "Well, it's a shotgun. You're using it in a shotgun environment, okay?" And as I said earlier, where are the non-shotgun environments? Where are the environments where shotguns aren't good? There's almost none of them. There's, there's almost no environments where shotguns aren't good. Because you can just... It's easy to close space. You're fast. And in the risk-reward, like, spectrum, the risk you're taking of closing space and do and taking damage is usually made up for by, like, how much damage you can output with a shotgun. This is true in both PvP and PvE. It's not, it's not, like... It's not hard to understand why, like, closing space on this guy and killing him real fast and killing him real fast, like... That's always going to be a fair trade because you're getting rid of him just almost instantly. So. Uh, Salty Outlaw. Would moving EP shotgun to an exotic power weapon put it in the mix of Sleeper and Whisper? I don't know if that's the solution because that's that would be a very, very... You're just creating another outlier and then again, the weapon would probably just get ignored. You're just creating another outlier. Why is there a shotgun down in the power slot? You brought back the classic D1 feel, right? I can run a hand cannon shotgun and a rocket launcher. Yay! And then you take everybody's favorite shotgun and you shove it back down in the power. I don't think people would like that. I think that would frustrate people more than like a a trench barrel adjustment. You know? Knees duts. Uh, Eichelos as a power would be unusable, so the special slot is its correct home. Yeah, yeah, this is a good follow-up question, 100%. Uh, JD Champ, I like the idea of moving into the heavy slot as a legendary. Means you have a great weapon in heavy, but you can use some of the primary special exotics in our builds. Uh, again, I just I think that yeah, Acrius is in the power slot, and ha- and who uses Acrius? Who? Where where is Acrius showing up? Are people using it in PvP? Maybe I don't know if they are. Why? Because you can run you can run a good a really really go- good rolled Badlander or a really really good rolled Dust Rock Blues, and you have no reason to run a freaking Acrius in in PvP anymore. Acrius has just been unseated. Why? It's in a slot where it just makes no sense to use it. Even if it was in the energy slot, people probably wouldn't use it. Uh, Killer Us. Should there be a kinetic, grindable, nightfall exclusive or such shotgun that can also have trench barrel? I mean, we could see trench barrel show up on a kinetic shotgun in the raid layer in December. That's a possibility. There's no raid shotgun right now. So... 
Uh, Shaddix, do you think once the inevitable passing of the hands to Vicarious Visions takes place, that Destiny will be in a much better place than Hands with Bungie? I don't know if you can get into a better place than Forsaken. Bungie did a heck of a job bringing this game full circle. They did a heck of a job. So, I don't know if I would say it's in better hands. I would say it's in good hands, hands that I trust. Uh, Vicarious Visions did a great job with Warmind, and... You know, you, you could you could easily argue that if they're going to be the ones in charge of future content, that that future content is is got a great framework to work within, right? Look at everything they did with Forsaken, with random rolls, meaningful mods, strike-specific loot, the curated loadouts, all that. Like, look at all that content. Um, it looks like she's one of the ones that just drops the armor because she dropped a Scatterhorn plate. We kind of went through this with the guy on IO does not seem to be a, a, a weapon farm uh, from her either. So, Did you feel the same way about Galley? You literally could not take it off? I did feel the same way about Galley. The reason that I don't think it was upsetting with Galley um, the reason that I wasn't upset about with Galley, and I kind of touched on this earlier power weapons don't show up as often because of their limited ammo and they're limited, like, when when are you supposed to use them, right? It's, oh, it's boss time. Get out your power ammo, right? So that means that if you're going through a strike, periodically you may pull galley out because it's just easy, easy. It's just easier. Um, apparently the Ether Doctor is from Tangled Shore Activities, so I'm going to go just farm Tangled Shore and see if we can't get uh, it to drop from there. Um, so uh, the... The galley wasn't as upsetting because 75% of what I was doing was I was using like a, a hand cannon and a shotgun. Or in some some strikes I'd put on a sniper rifle. There were some times where sniper rifles were really uh, And you know, sometimes you felt like changing it up. You know, you throw on an auto rifle. People are like, why are you using that gun, Lono? Why are you using that gun? I'm like, oh, I'm just changing it up. So the infrequency of you using a power weapon made it a little less annoying. The fact that you can go into virtually any piece of content all along the spectrum all on the spectrum from a lost sector boss to a pub event boss to a strike boss to a nightfall boss to the raid every single environment right there's like a few examples people came up with very few examples and everything else 90 85 percent of the content Ikelos shotgun is god tier it's fantastic perfectly built use your code on a scuff today thank you for doing that that's the problem you know and when you say, oh, well, Galley was that way, yeah, but not quite. Because Galley, you would use, you'd save it for the boss. You'd save it for maybe some majors that were just annoying or whatever, right? And then Ikelos Shotgun, though, it's like, use it on a major, use it on a shielded major, use it on a boss. And that weapon, as it stands, is just, it's just as an energy weapon. Why is it so good? It's not... Gallahorn made sense. It was an exotic and it was a power weapon and that meant you had infrequent ammo and that meant it had infrequent use. Jayla Classes, cheers. Thank you for three months in a row, dude. That's a blue badge and a brand new Prime sub from Rosanary1899. Welcome to the Rageless. Guys, whenever you sub to this channel, you do get ad-free viewing on my channel. So if you'd like to take advantage of ad-free viewing, you can sub... We also have an LFG and a clan system for subs in our Discord that you get to take advantage of. If you're looking for people to play with, uh, it can be very helpful uh, for that. Uh, let's see if we can double dip. 
Uh, let's see. Miracle Whoop says, Would you agree that it's a slot choice that has limited range uh, and when used, it puts you in direct harm due to proximity? So with that being said, the Icolos is situational and does not need to be changed. I mean, I just talked about why Icolos Shotgun is so universally effective and this question... This I, I just feel like this question doesn't... Why did that guy blow up? This question doesn't really acknowledge how universally effective Ikelos Shotgun is. It's really, really rare to feel like, man, put that thing away, you're going to die. It's just really easy to cancel melees on enemies, cancel knockback. You immediately get them in a stun pattern. I mean, maybe Ikelos Shotgun could be oh, it doesn't stun people or something, you know? It's like, I, like on her, I mean, she's so weak, it doesn't even matter. I mean, she died like right away. But I, I don't know. At a ground level, I think it's just so easy to use it in like 85% of the content. So, Nerf Trench Barrel itself, kind of already addressed that. You guys get a chance to try Lord Wolves compared to EP? Uh, no, we didn't. Um, nice combo today. Look forward to tomorrow's. All right, see you, Silent. Uh, no, we didn't get a chance to compare it. I don't think it's going to compete, though. Nurgle says, Do you think moving EP shoddy to heavy would help with the sleeper problem in Gambit? Well, again, like, th- that se- it, that that just sounds like such a great solution, right? What a great solution. That'll make less people use sleeper, right? Because then they're going to be using EP shoddy instead. And that might intrinsically balance, uh, you know, the Queen Breaker's sleeper problem in Gambit. Again, I I don't I, I I feel like that just at a ground level is an overcorrection. I feel like people are gonna turn around and be like, why the frick did you put a shotgun in the power slot? You know, that's annoying. Why would you do that? And then you're gonna have that feeling and that sense of like, you guys took away what you promised you were gonna be giving us, which is D1 more fun, more saucy loadouts. Because that's what's fun with the saucy loadout, right? You get that shotgun out and it just feels good. just feels right. Having that as an option. Um, And again, I would love to have a reason to run a fusion rifle. I loved fusion rifles in D1 before I was a streamer because I just didn't understand why they weren't that good. So I ran them anyway. And then once you kind of understand what's good, you just kind of feel like, why am I even bothering with this stuff? Alright, next question. Uh, Benjamitix, how about exotic legs that prevent you from being stomped away? Yeah, 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 that's been an exotic uh, perk suggestion for a while. Um, You'd be giving up some pretty great exotics just to deal with knockback that with a well-timed melee is already dealt with anyway. Um, You know, maybe remove the ability to cancel their knockback. So you have to run the boots. Because, I mean, am I really going to give up One-Eyed Mask or Skull Fort or, or uh, Phoenix Protocol? Am I going to give up any of those? Probably not. Uh, Warlock says, Do you think super mods are a problem in Crucible? Uh, I don't know enough to comment on that. I don't know enough to comment on that. Uh, Jake Sunrise, What if uh, Trench Barrel was synergistic with a piece of exotic armor, say Syntheseps, are the only way to proc full damage on trench barrel. Um, man, that could be something that they do. That could be something that they do. If you want to maintain full damage on 
the on trench barrel they could put some exotics in the escalation protocol shotgun loot pool that you could then go grind for but then what's the real sacrifice is putting down third eye and skull fort really going to hurt me that much no it'll be more annoying than anything I don't need either of those I don't need either of those exotics those exotics aren't influential over DPS so you're just making me take off gear that I like you're not really making me take off gear that is uh, influential over over dips which is what you're trying to kind of get at Aaron says what about maybe having exotic armor piece that all three classes get that will give all shotties trench barrel instead of nerfing uh, would go on item stars to choose what one to use I just think again I'm always going to come back to like at a ground level a legendary energy weapon is outpacing exotic power weapons for damage and I just think that hurts that just hurts a lot of things hurts the the loot incentive to grind for god rolls it hurts diverse loadouts uh it 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 just i don't know i don't think that's a situation that is defense is defensible i don't think i've seen anybody make a decent defense yet of why there should ever be an energy weapon that's stronger than exotic powers remember it's an it's a legendary energy weapon it's not even an exotic so it's 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 outpacing stuff um outpacing stuff that it 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 kind of shouldn't it really shouldn't uh sure dragon red says do you think they should add a perk like trench barrel but be 30% buff to all weapons not just shotgun i mean if you start buffing i'm not necessarily against buffing okay let's just remember we have one we have one gun that's problematic okay in that it's it's outside of the spectrum of like the power hierarchy in the game okay you have one gun and so if you start raising the lethality of everything to be up to par with with the you know escalation uh, protocol shotgun then you're going to make everything feel like paper because imagine like imagine having all these different weapons you could run I don't know I just feel like content would become con- continuously devalued because it would never really feel like it was all that difficult um, and I think in the long run that's not me saying nerf stuff right that's not me saying nerf stuff that's me saying we should consider what would be best we should consider what would be best for game design here. Is, I think, a sensible power structure. Amish Milkman. I'm working and lurking, so if this was already asked, feel free to skip. I think if they power limited the older weapons and made some of the new exotics uh, of the overused uh, and seemingly broken weapons. And some new exotics of the overused and seemingly broken weapons. Okay, I think if they power limited the older weapons and made some new exotics of the overused and seemingly broken. Okay, I see what you're saying. You're saying we need new exotics that are stronger and limit the power of the old weapons. I mean, we touched on this a little bit. We touched on this a little bit, but I don't want to just gloss over your question, right? Uh, Disrespecting player investment 
is a fine line. It's a fine line to walk, right? Because people grind for really great gear, and then you're like, well, no, it's it's weaker now. Well, why is it weaker now? Oh, well, new content came out. I, I personally think it's on Bungie to come up with new perks, and I'm looking to the Black Armory to help with some of this. Come up with new perks to continue to push people away from year one weapons in a way that doesn't feel ham-fisted, but feels natural. They're like, oh, it's the Black Armory. We're going for Golden Age weapons, and they're, they've got this and this and this. And, it, you know, there was a lot of quest lines and a lot of time investment that I had to get this. And now that I have it, it's like, yeah, I'm putting away my Midnight Coup. I'm putting away my Escalation Protocol shotgun. Not because Bungie takes power away, but because Bungie gives you power, right? That's why Escalation Protocol is a problem. The shotgun is a problem. The only way you unseat it within the power structure is make other weapons come into the game as legendaries and you make them stronger than powerful exotics. Like, I really, really want people to think about this here. Stop arguing for your favorite weapon and really think about what I'm, think- what I'm saying with respect to longevity. Black Armory comes out. And then Penumbra comes out. And then, well, no, Penumbra's in the summer. Uh, and then what's Joker's Wild comes out. Okay? And any gear they put in there is weaker than Escalation Protocol Shotgun. Or, oh no, this is stronger than EP Shotgun. Okay? Well, the only reason it's going to replace EP Shotgun is if it's a legendary energy weapon that out-DPSs powerful exotics. It's a static problem. It's not going to go away. EP Shoddy, as it stands, isn't going to go away. It's an incentive problem that extends into all future content because... You either introduce new weapons that, again, just seem silly, like, why is this weapon stronger than powerful exotics? Well, it's the only way to get people to put down their EP shotgun. Okay. So I have two, I have, I have two power weapons, basically, then, all the time, like, it's just, it's a consistent, it's not a problem that's going to go away until, if it's, if it's, if it goes unchecked, it's not a problem that's going to go away, it's going to hurt all future content. VP shotgun was moved back to power weapon. Do you think that would fix it? I've answered this already. What would be good to add forsaken items into collections and then first, what if it was the first roll you get was the one you got in collections? Yeah, but if you spend time grinding for a good roll, I think you should be able to lock that roll into collections. Juice box. One reason shotguns weren't viable boss damage weapons, many of the quake mechanics were one shot kills. So you couldn't physically get close enough to do that. Wouldn't you rather have that than the ping pong pushback garbage we have now? Um, well, obviously, you gotta work within reason. Should a lost sector boss or a public event boss be one-tapping you with a stomp? Probably not. That would almost be more annoying than getting knocked back because why am I dying? Oh, gosh. There we go. Why am I dying? You know? I'm dying because a guy stomped the ground. I didn't get shot. I didn't get pushed off a ledge, you know, and fall. I got someone stomped next to me. Now, to a certain extent, you're right. Like, if, if I got close to Axis and he stomped me, I died. Now, you could survive stomps once you got overpowered, though. Right? That's always a problem. Now, if you're saying what stomps should always one-shot you, again, I would just be worried about that turning into... An over response, like an overreaction. I meant for bosses, it keeps EP for majors. Yeah, but that basically means every boss you can't get close to. I don't know how I feel about that. 
I don't know how I feel about that. I'd have to think about every boss encounter. How many boss encounters you just naturally get close to the boss? Because they're so... Some bosses are really fast. You know, if a certain boss gets on a tear and starts pushing towards you, um, do I really want him to be able to one-tap me by stomping his foot like a tantrum? Like, I don't know. Again, it's one gun. Do we want to retool the way bosses work in the game because of one gun? I don't know. Ruku, how about changing EP Shotty's archetype to aggressive? I don't know. Maybe. because. But again, seems like an overreaction. I don't want to change the gun. Adjusting the gun is different than changing the gun's archetype. Uh, Skiznut says, Do you think making the shotgun either exotic or reducing fire rate reserve ammo could be solutions? You guys, a lot of you guys are repeating solutions. And that's totally fine. Try to... Re- try to see submitted questions if you can like the questions that are we've had three or four in a row that are all asking the same things so just kind of make sure you guys are looking in chat a little bit so we're not having so many repeats it's fine some people come in late i'm not mad um just sometimes take a second to make sure you're not repeating a question um because no i don't think either of these are solutions lowering fire rate or changing it to an exotic is just going to upset people more than small adjustments to trench barrel Milky says, what would you think about adjusting the shotgun's other perks? Uh, full auto, increased time between shots. Apologize if this has been a repeat. I've been in and out. Yeah, there you go. I mean, he's one of my mods. So I'm not mad about repeats. Yeah, again, I think if you change the, the fundamental nature of the gun too, too much, I think you run the risk of, again, overreacting. I don't know. It just feels like an overreaction to, to say we're going to completely pivot the gun away from its original design when the issue is not its design, the issue is its damage threshold. Its design is great. It's an aggressive gun that you push up on an enemy and then you you push up on an enemy uh, and you try to punch them and then you try to shoot them. And I think that is a thematically fun weapon that doesn't need turned into something else. Um, so, last question. Darren K, maybe change Icolos Shotty into a kinetic and have it require another Icolos weapon to activate trench. Sleeper is still a, the, a probability, but at least it limits the loadout a bit. Um, I I'll, and I'm gonna answer the last one. Don't delete Highway to Heaven's question. Uh, again, I, this just feels like an overreach. You're literally going to make me use old gear just to get the connect, just to get the perk to work and you're going to slap it in the kinetic slot. I, uh, I just feel like it's an overreach. I feel like there's so many more solutions at hand. So I'm going to take the last question right now. How would heaven big picture? If you were put in charge of the issue, what would you do? The first thing I would do is I would go to testing and I would say, where does it put, where does this gun compete against powerful exotics if we lower uh, trench barrel and I would try a couple different percentages I would do whatever I could to get trench barrel in a, to a place where this is one of the best one of the best energy weapons okay one of the best energy weapons don't want to take that away from it okay but I would want it to be sensibly lower than powerful exotics because that to me feels like a proper balance so you should be able to go into end game content in a strike and say okay we compared damage types and here's all the different types of 
trench barrel damage reductions that we've tried and when we landed right here this weapon is still incredibly strong but it's now weaker than sleeper it's weaker than 1000 voices it's weeper weaker significantly weaker than whisper if whispers used properly and then i would come to the community and say here's our damage test results Here's what we're showing. This weapon is still a pinnacle piece of gear. You're still going to want to use it in certain environments. And you're still going to probably sometimes feel like it's the best option for boss damage because you are going to run out of power weapon ammo. And if you can get close and proc trench barrel, it's still a great gun. But it's not going to outpace exotic power weapons we wanted to rein it into this spectrum of like here's kinetic here's energy here's power and then here's exotic power right here's exotic energy here's exotic kinetic like every every spectrum like energy weapons should have energy weapons should naturally have better results if they're exotic right lawless says yo you're doping to yourself so thank you for 18 months dude appreciate that um I don't know you would you would basically end up with like an answer to the community like listen this gun is still great but like this is how we envision the spectrum of, of weapons showing up there's kinetics then there's exotic kinetics exotic kinetics should be arguably better than your garden variety legendary exotic right like maybe the malfeasance needs looked at maybe other exotics in the kinetic slot need looked at like so they feel like they're worth using right here's your energy weapons here's your pinnacle legendary energy weapons and oh here's you know here's some exotics that are going to be better right merciless why is the merciless not better than the escalation protocol shotgun it's an exotic again there's no logical argument to say that 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 the ep shotgun should be better than the merciless the merciless if used properly should be shredding at a better rate than the ep shotgun and here's power weapons right legendary power weapons should be landing as better for damage and better for big damage moments than legendary energy weapons and here are exotic power weapons that should understandably be better than legendary you know uh power weapons there's a whole spectrum that people could look at me like well that makes sense ep shoddy's still great right ep shoddy's still great look how strong this weapon is it's still a great legendary weapon, but it's not jumping down and cutting in line and being better than exotic power weapons, because that's silly. They should show, like, here's where it's landing now in the hierarchy of power, and here's where we put it, right? It's still better than 70% of the of the guns in the game if you're trying to dole out power. It's just not better than what we envision to be the best weapons for power uh, and, and, and damage dealing in the, in the, in the game. Again, people are more concerned with defending this weapon than defending sensible and logical game design. You're defending this weapon. You're not defending good game design. It's not good game design to have this stronger than exotic power weapons. End of story. If you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live at twitch.tv slash say no to rage. If you're here live right now, I'm going to keep streaming. But I'm going to cut this for the podcast and do a little outro. So as always, if you're listening or watching in those other places, I appreciate that very much. Please like, share, and subscribe.